Good morning. So we're going to discuss today the story in the parsha this week, um, connected with Pesach Sheni. That's what we're living with the parsha. So, really, and is your, your birthday is around now? Happy birthday. Talking about birthdays, are you supposed to get an Aliyah for your wife's birthday? <laughs> what? Are you supposed to get an Aliyah for your wife's birthday? Um, yeah. 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 You're her representative. supposed to do a little more than just an Aliyah. Got her um, so the story is, yeah, the basic story is where the Jewish people, many of them, a group of them were Tommy, and because the, they were carrying the bones of Yosef out of Mitzrayim, and they therefore were not able to bring the carbon Pesach the first time in the desert. And it came time to do it, and they were a bit, uh, they felt down. And they felt that they were left out. So they approached Moshe and said that Why should we be held out? Why should we be left out from everyone else? From this opportunity, from the mitzvah. And Hashem instructed Moshe to allow them a second chance. Pesach <coughs> Sheni. So we're going to allow them a second chance to, to do it. Now, um, first of all, I mean, there's so many themes to talk about in the story. Um, one is just the whole concept of second chances. Another is the whole idea that Hashem wants us to ask. Hashem didn't even offer it. We had to ask. If they wouldn't have asked, it would have never happened. Huh? Yeah, Hashem wants it. Hashem set it up like that. But I want to discuss today another angle of it. So actually, um, there is Rashi. I mean, if you pay attention to the, to the order, to the sequence of events... The, we, we're, in this, we're in the third parsha of Sefer Bamidbar. In the first parsha of Sefer Bamidbar, right in the beginning, where Hashem counted the Jewish people, the Torah there clearly writes, the, the, the Sefer opens, where it says that Hashem is speaking to Moshe, when? Ba, um, it's it's Bachoydesh Hasheni. It was in the second year of being in the desert, and it was Bachoydesh Hasheni. It was the, the second month. It was already in um, an ER where Hashem was talking to Moshe about counting the Jewish people. Comes two parshas later, Baal Oishcha, and over here where we talk about the story of Pesach Shein, the Jewish people asking, when did that happen? Well, we know it didn't happen in ER. The Torah clearly says it happened in that same year, but the first month. And listen, right? They were demanding uh, opportunity before Pesach. So Rashi right away says, that Mikan, we see from here that, that there's no order in the sequence of events in Torah. That even though the Torah somewhat seems to be in chronological order, right? You have Sefer Bereshis, for, um, creation of the world, Avram Mitzchak and Yaakov, the Shvatim, going down to Mitzrayim, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, getting the Torah, etc. But we see clearly from right here that the Torah is not written in a specific sequence. It's out of order. It's not a chronological book of history. Um, and, and we see that from right here where it's clearly we have one episode happening in a, in a later month and then this episode happening in an earlier month and they're written one before the other. So it's, um, everything in Torah is precise 
And the fact that we learn this idea, it's a general concept that applies to the whole Torah. Um, that ain muktam muqar batara. And the fact that we learn it out from right here is obviously precise and exact. And it has to do with the character of the story, with, with Hashem giving the Jewish people a second chance. And one, the message that it shows us, I mean, I'm going to lead into another message, but let's start with this. The message that it shows us is that there really is two different um, ways to, to serve God. There's two different um, types of people in the serving of God. And they're really not just in serving of God, in life, there's two different types of people. There's some people that do everything right the first time. There's some people that, um, that they, they have their, their head on straight, they know exactly what they're doing, they made the right call, they, they're, they're, they're just, their track record is perfect, and they, they never call a wrong shot. And there's, there's some people that unfortunately live a bit of a different type of life. That they, they find themselves always um, not making the right call, not taking the right step, or procrastinating, or simply just, just not making the right call. They, they try doing it right the first time and it just doesn't work. And, they have to, and, and either they give up, or you hope that they try again. And when they try again, they, they, uh, we hope that they're given a second chance. And some people have this belief that you don't, you're not given second chances. Some people believe that it doesn't work like that. That you, you got to try to make it right the first time. Comes the second time around, it's much more difficult. And um, what the Torah is teaching us here in Judaism is that we have a strong um, opinion, strong perspective given to us by God, which is that ein seder, ein and specifically here where the Torah teaches this to us. Because, yes, sometimes we feel that we want things to work in an organized way. But not always does it happen that way. And the Torah teaches that to us here. That it was the Jewish people, it was, this is a unique situation. It wasn't everything in the Torah is l'chat Everything in the Torah and the halacha, right? We tell you how to do something the first time, how to do it right the first time. But then there comes a situation of b'dyevet, sh'asat chak. There comes a situation where you're not able to do it right the first time. Where you're stuck in a situation, either by choice or not by choice. Interestingly, that even by Pesach Sheni is by choice. Even if it was by choice, Lochem, we learned that even, even if it was Beratin, Bezadin, even if it was by choice, that a person finds himself in a Bediyevet situation, in a situation where they, it wasn't the way it was supposed to be done. It's a, it's, it's a secondary way. But even as a secondary way, comes the Torah and says, that, that there's no order. That it doesn't have to happen in a specific order. We think things are, have to happen in a certain way. Comes the Torah and tells us, no, it doesn't have to happen in that way. We have in our heads, we're fixed, we're almost like boxed in to things, to thinking that it has to happen in a certain sequence. And if it doesn't happen in that sequence, it's just not right and it won't work out. If you push your way through, you may pull, pull some strings. But otherwise, no, it's just not going to work out. It's not the way it was supposed to happen. Comes the Torah and says, it's never the way it's supposed to happen. There is no order. There is no order. You, a person may, one person may start from point A, and it's because he was meant to start there. Another person may start from point C, and it's because, yes, that's exactly, that's point A for him. That's where he was meant to start from. And we should never think, because I don't find myself from this, at the same starting point, I don't find myself starting in the same place as him, that means that he got a better chance than me. Comes the Torah and says, that no, there's no such thing. A second chance is just like the first chance. And you fulfill the mitzvah, and you fulfill the obligation, the same as the first person that did it the first time. So it's a powerful message the Torah is teaching us, that ain't muktam 
that don't think that it has to be done. It must be done in a certain way. It has to be done in the exact way that you're doing it. The finish point, the results all hit. Um, and uh, along with this, there's another um, beautiful message that um, this is a thing I saw for the first time, for the first time this week. Um, that the Torah, um, in the words that the Jewish people use, they said, That we became Tomei, we became impure, um, and therefore we're asking, why should we be left out? And the question is that they kind of answer their own question with their statement. <laughs> we are Tomei, why are we left out? That's why you're left out, because you're Tomei. Like, why are you stating the obvious? Right? That's exactly why you, you, you were left out. What do they mean to say? Why were they? Why, why do they want to put emphasis on the fact that yeah, we became tameh? So um, there's many uh, different insights and many explanations that can be that can answer it. One of the one of the beautiful explanations that the Rebbe gives is that they were kind of giving a, a, almost saying to God that it's not our fault. How so? They were saying. That why are we left out? We were left out, yeah, because if you look at the natural world that we live in, right? I don't know, there's probably a statistic of how many people, uh, unfortunately, how many people pass away every day or every, every minute. Um, there's, the, from the billions of people that exist in the world, there, the things are always happening. We live in a natural world that left to the, world's, the rules of nature, things happen in a natural way. And therefore, they're kind of basically saying that it can never happen that all the Jewish people will always be tahar and be able to bring the carbon Pesach the first time. Because the way the natural world is, there will always be someone that is Tameh as a natural um, uh, course of events. It wasn't that we put ourselves in a unique situation. It wasn't that something out of the ordinary happened. No, there was someone passed away and we were carrying the coffin. This is part of the nature of the world. And they were telling God, this is the world you created. It's part of the nature of the world, which is causing us to not be able to fulfill the mitzvah. He's the same God that decided that he's actually awesome. well, He didn't decide it yet. That's what happened as a result. But they were telling God that you, esta- you established that this mitzvah should be well, done in a certain time and a certain way. Of course, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to bring out something uh-huh. negative. I'm trying to bring out the point that they were, they were telling God that this is a natural um, consequence of living in this world. And it results in us not being able to do what you ask us to do. So Hashem said, very good, PJ Hashem said, I'm giving you a Pesach chain. And the message is very clear, very powerful, that we very often have the same excuse. We always say, we can tell God very easily that I, can, I, have, I, have, I have reasons and excuses not to do certain things that I'm meant to do as a Jew because I live in, I, I, there's natural consequences of living in this world bring me to a situation where I'm not able to do everything. And as a result, it's, very, it's an easy excuse to get out of things, easy excuse to, to, to pull myself out of things and to say, I just can't do it because I, the world's cause brought me to, to not be able to, to, to do it. Pesach Sheni, one of the messages in Pesach Sheni is telling the Jew that that's not an excuse. It's not a valid excuse. It was a valid excuse until the Jewish people came and told God, and God said, you have a Pesach Sheni. Once God gave a Pesach Sheni, Hashem says, and it's no longer a valid excuse. That, uh, that you may have a natural reason. You may say, I live in this world, and this is the consequences of living in this world bring me to, to a situation where I can't do a certain thing. Comes God and says, okay, try again. You'll leave that natural that state, and you'll be able to, to, to give it a second shot. Okay. 
that uh, there's no such thing as saying that I'm not able to do it because of the world I live in. That you're always, uh, you're always given another opportunity and, you can, and Hashem gives the space to always try again. So there's many messages. These are just two of the very powerful messages from the story. And we should take to heart the parasha we're living with, with this week and really um, implement um, these uh, ideas. Uh, I think the